This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Necessary Roughness, brought to you by Southfield Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. With 11-year NFL veteran, Big Ten Offensive Lineman of the Year, and captain of the National Championship Michigan Wolverines, John Jansen. And 10-year NFL veteran, two-time Pro Bowl offensive tackle, and Super Bowl champion with the Green Bay Packers, T.J. Lang. Now, here's John Jansen and T.J. Lang. Well, we knew that the NFL was investigating more players for gambling, uh, whether it was gambling on sports, gambling on football, but more specifically, and and the, and the, the rule that I think most of the players did not familiarize themselves with is playing any of those online games or gambling from an NFL facility. Uh, and we now find out that, you know, Isaiah Rogers, who we know they were investigating, that was one name that we did know. Um, it's come out that he has been suspended indefinitely, along with Rashad Berry, both of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, Nicola, Nicholas Petit Barrer, uh, an offensive tackle for the Tennessee Titans, has been suspended for the six, first six games, much, much like Jamison Williams here in Detroit. But the one that I do want to talk about is Isaiah Rogers and he was suspended for betting on football, but not only betting on football, betting on his own team, specifically a prop bet for one of their running backs. Now it didn't specify which running back or if it was just, you know, the running game in general, he put a thousand bucks on an over an under for their running game. Now it didn't say whether he thought they were going to go over, thought they were going to go under but he had placed a bunch of $25 bets, a bunch of $50 bets, and then all of a sudden they, he got flagged because, boom, here's a $1,000 bet yeah. on his team. They must have been playing the Bears that week. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, over 120 yards. Yeah. Lock it in. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and so, TJ, I'd just like to get your thoughts on the suspensions. Is gambling – in the NFL, is it becoming a major issue for the fans? Because we all know it's about the integrity of the shield. Is it becoming a major issue? But let's talk about Isaiah Rogers first. Yeah, I don't think so. And look, I don't think this whole thing is as black and white as maybe it appears. I know you can say, hey, it's a rule. Don't gamble, right? And, and yes, I do agree with that. And especially when it comes to um, your own team, right? Or when it comes to NFL, you certainly have knowledge uh, more knowledge being in the locker room of what's going on in the league Inside than you do being on the outside, right? And that that's not only with your own team, but that's also with other teams. You have buddies on other teams. You know 
you know, if you really wanted to, you could figure out, you know, who's hurt, right? Who's playing for you guys on Sunday? What's going on? What are you thinking, right? And not maybe putting two and two together, but it, it would be pretty easy to transfer that knowledge to somebody else around the league. Um, so that's where it comes when it comes to betting on the NFL games. I do think it's black and white. Uh, but when it comes to some of these other suspensions, we still haven't heard what uh, these guys are doing to get this to generate these six game suspensions. It could be anything from, you know, sitting on a training table playing, you know, $1 blackjack on your phone uh, to betting on, I don't know, NBA games or hockey yeah. or baseball, whatever College it is. Football. That I don't have an issue with. You know, like that, that to me is you look at that six game suspension and you're like, man, that is really. It doesn't seem like the uh, like the uh, punishment fits the crime. You know what I mean? It seems very excessive. But I think the NFL is in a bind right now that they feel like they have to make uh, these penalties excessive. They have to make it a point of emphasis to these guys that if you get caught doing it, no matter how small it is, no matter if you put a 50-cent bet down, if you did it from the facility, if you did it from the stadium, or if you did it from you know the team hotel – you're going to be punished and you're going to be punished very harshly. And I think that's just the NFL's way of saying, uh, you know, we got to try to get out in front of this thing to make sure it doesn't become a, uh, an issue that fans are starting to wonder, uh, you know, hmm, that's kind of weird. Hmm. There was a guy, Jonathan Jones, uh, I think a defensive back for the Patriots said uh, last week, he was like, why, you know, I'm putting my body on the line. I'm basically risking my health uh, to go out there and try to win a game but I can't bet, you know, $100 on my team to win a game. And that, when you think about it, there's some people that are like, well, it's in the integrity of the game, right? It doesn't matter. You can't bet. You're not talking like point spread here. You're not talking, you know, hey, we're going to win by less than 10 or more than 10. You know what I mean? That might give you a a different, uh, that might call integrity into the question. But if you're just talking about, hey, I'm going to put five bucks on my team's money line to win, you're already trying to win the game anyways. So where does that affect the integrity of what you're already trying to accomplish? You know what I mean? But with that being said, I don't think that they should start allowing players to do that. I do think that starts getting in a dicey area. Yeah. Um, we obviously know the big one is, hey, if you're betting on your team to lose, right, you have a direct, <laughs> <laughs> a direct yeah. correlation Ooh. to that. Um, but, I mean, this goes back just <sighs> – decades right i mean the whole pete rose scandal you know when it ter turned out he was betting on his teams to win you know what i mean and it's yeah. like is that really a, a bad thing you know he's already trying to win the game anyways i don't know i think it is getting a little bit more gray than um th than what it just appears the bottom line is for me though as a player it's very clear what you can and cannot do you know what i mean and i and i think from here going forward it's like this is the first round of guys that got busted, right? These, yeah. these are things that happened probably six months ago, eight months ago that just took this long to investigate from here going forward. It's like, if you're a guy that gets suspended, if you're in the next round of suspensions, you're if you're a guy really that's dumb. not getting the point, uh, like the points is not getting across yeah. to you, you're ass. a really dumbass. You're like, you're just an idiot. You know what I mean? Because you know, right now, as soon as that news came out about Jameson Williams, you know, a couple months ago and all those other guys, and even Calvin Ridley, you know, the year before that, if you were a player that was dabbling in any of this stuff, the first thing you should have done was delete every one of those accounts from your phone, and from your computer, didn't find from out. anything, and just say, you know what, like, I didn't know I was, you know, breaking the rules at the time. Now I see what they're doing. 
you know, just, just cut it. Just don't do it. You know what I mean? If you get caught doing something, you know, the punishment is going to be so, so severe. Is it really worth risking a $50 bet <laughs> or really even a thousand dollar bet for some right. of these guys? It's not worth it. So just, you know, stay away from it. Now here's where I agree that there are some gray areas. If you're betting on NBA games, if you're betting on major league baseball, if you're doing all of that stuff and you're a football player, you, you ask the question, well, how is that? How is that bad? Well, here's where I think it becomes an issue is you start to allow those entities, whether it's either onto your phone or in the facility. And there is, it's been reported by a number of different news sources. The one that I have that I'm looking at, it's NBC Sports has, you know, per a league source with knowledge of the situation, one NFL player lost $8 million last last season through gambling in 2022. So, when when I say you allow these entities into these facilities, you can't tell me that somebody, and I don't know, it doesn't say what player, what team, what city, or what sports book, as soon as these guys or entities, let's just say, identify that there's a player that lost $8 million, you don't think that there's going to be a phone call made that says, hey, you want to make that money back? You know, and, and if whether it's lost on, on any sport, if it's lost on, on basketball, all of a sudden they get a football player in the most popular sport in America, most bet on sport, and all of a sudden, you know, they've got an inroads to somebody that's lost $8 million. They're trying to make back that loss. They say, hey, we got to wait for you to make that back. Yeah. All right. Instead of, you know, it, it, offensive player, game, defense right? player, whatever yeah. it is, instead of losing by 10 points, it would really be best if you guys only lost by, you know, less than nine. And now you've got a player in the in the mix that's looking to shave points or to, to determine the outcome. Not that one individual could do it. Like, it's a tall task to even score points in the NFL or stop scoring yeah. points in the NFL. But if you've got somebody on the inside, now all of a sudden, maybe they go to their buddy and say, hey, I really need this. Right, you got to help me out. We still want to win the game, but we can only we can only lose by a maximum of nine points. Yeah. We got to figure out how to do this. Yeah, and I think that's where you start looking at the integrity of the NFL, of these players, and of the game, because sports gambling has become so, it, it was it's always been a big business. It's even more so now because it's legal in so many states to do it from the the comfort of your own phone. And now you're trying to figure out, you know, how do I, how do I make this happen? How do I recover these losses? That's where, and maybe a player wouldn't do that, but I don't want to find out. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody does. And I think that's why the NFL is trying to be so severe with the punishment to hopefully keep guys from putting themselves in that position. Now we heard that story come out a couple of weeks ago about, you know, unnamed player losing $8 million. And it's like, immediately I start trying to do some, you know, digging and I'm trying to you know, call some contacts. I'm calling some people and I'm like, Hey, you, you hear anything about this? And nobody that I talked to I know. knew who it was or what happened, but there was like two people that were like, Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. And I was like, Holy cow, man. Like that is, that's almost unheard of. But like you said, I think that's why, I think that's why the NFL is just trying to make the punishment so harsh. You know what I mean? just to try to scare guys away to say it's not worth it. You're going to be suspended for 
at least a year if you're doing it on football games. And if you're doing anything else, you're still going to be suspended for what a third of the season, you know? So um, do you think they'll go as far as trying to regulate what players are doing on airplanes? Cause you and I have both seen it, it playing cards. All right. It's, it's oh, as old yeah. as time. Yeah. And they, we, they try to tell you every single year, you know what I mean? I think it's kind of like an unwritten rule. Like it's just kind of, it's just well known that players are going to gamble players are, whether you're playing uh backgammon in the, in the locker room, whether you're playing spades or euchre or whatever it is on the airplane, there's always going to be a little bit something uh, involved in that. Right. And they, they try to tell you every year, I can't remember, but it's like, you know, you can't play, you can't do anything more than like a $50 pot, let's just say. Right. right? Uh, John, we've both seen pots uh, way, way larger than that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in some of the games. Right. But the, that to me is, uh, why police it when it's really not an issue? I mean, it doesn't bring, you know, there's, there, you might piss off a teammate, uh, once in a while, you know, if you take some money, but, um, I think that's just kind of the known, uh, just, just the way, the, just the way that the, everything works in a locker room, yeah. the way things work. And it's just the atmosphere, right? You know, you're going to be around that. The coaches don't really want to know, but it's but like, they know, yeah, you, you know, you're playing, yeah, especially you when guys, you have former players yeah, as coaches. You get, yeah. You get guys, you know, howling and growling back there and you, you know, what's going on, but, um, that that's, that's totally different than, than this whole conversation about sports gambling. There's a difference between buddies playing cards, which happens around the world on a regular basis. Yeah. Dudes have poker night, right. And for a lot of NFL teams, teammates, I'm sure it happens the same thing on NBA and major league baseball teams. When you travel, you're playing cards. And that to me is that's a self-regulation. That's where right. players, leaders on the team got to determine, all right, this is getting a little bit out of hand. We need to back off. It's just starting to affect our team morale because it can't. If you lose, you know, and we've we've heard stories of guys losing 10, 15, 20 grand on an airplane ride, that can affect team morale. That's where your team leader's got to step in. Or if a coach hears that, he's got to step in and say, hey, either the pots stay low or we're going to, we're going to nix this. We can't have it because we can't, we can't have it affecting the outcome of games yeah. or, you know, affecting the way that we're going to operate together at the practice facility. Yeah. You can't have Jimmy all pissed off because he lost 20 grand. Now it's affecting him on Sunday. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Exactly. Like that, that starts to get, but this goes back to kind of the, the, what I was talking about with Jonathan, Jonathan Jones's quote was, you know, like I play golf. Right. I know. I don't know. You don't play much golf, no. but you you like fishing. Right. I don't know yeah. if you do fishing tournaments. Oh, sure. If you go out, you know, one on one, me and you, John, and yeah, I say big fish hundred bucks, whoever catches the most fish. Yeah. Does that inf does that affect the integrity of our fishing competition? You know, you're already trying to catch more fish than me. I'm already trying to catch more fish than you. You know what it, I mean? It, when it, you talk right. about it doesn't when you talk about trying to this is what Jonathan Jones was tr trying to say. I think if I put one hundred dollars on my team's just money line to win. We're already trying to do that anyways, right? Now it would be different if, John, you said, you know, hey, I'll give you a five-fish handicap because I'm a terrible fisherman, and you happen to say, you know, I'll, I'll take the under. I bet I beat you by five or less. That would affect the integrity because yeah. now you might be have a four-fish head start, and you might just start releasing them. No, no, I didn't catch one, right? You know what I mean? So that's – it's like I play golf all the time, and it's like, yeah, you play $50 matches, right, head-to-head, -head, me versus you, better score wins. That doesn't affect the integrity of that game. What we're, already changes, trying to do, we're already trying to beat each other anyways. Where it changes, though, is when other people, outside of you and I, if other people were to bet on us fishing, 
and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to bet more. I'm going to I'm going to bet the over or whatever it is. I'm betting on myself. Now all of a sudden you have all of this outside ears of, hey, I'm I'm going to put you know a hundred bucks on TJ. I'm going to put five bucks on John. I'm going to do all of this other things, and then there is always going to be that outside influence of, hey, there's more money on TJ, if I can get a cut of that, if I only put a hundred bucks on myself, but I can get a cut of that money. If I lose, somebody comes and says, Hey, I'm going to put a thousand bucks on him. I'll give you 150 bucks. If you, if you throw this now, all of a sudden that changes it. Even though I put money on myself, I can get more by losing. That's where I think the NFL is really concerned is not that guys are going to do anything but bet on themselves. It's what we do. We bet on ourselves. We go to free agency. That's a bet on yourself. But when other people are putting money on it and betting and, you know, trusting that the outcome of the game is going to be based on the merits of the team and the execution on the field, that's where you cannot have an inroad to I'm betting on myself. You're betting on yourself. It just, it leaves itself open for somebody to come in and somehow compromise that situation. Yeah, but that's a possibility whether me and you are betting on ourselves anyways, right? right. You could be a guy that just never bets anything. You could get approached out of nowhere and right. you know what I mean? So but that's you don't want to have that whether in-road. players are betting anyway. But you don't want to have that in-road. No, I get that. And, and look, I think when you talk about the guy supposedly who lost $8 million, uh, you would think that'd be pretty easy to track First of all, like if if that that well, if they're going to get Jamison Williams or they're going to get some of these other guys for betting on blackjack on the training room table, yeah, you think it would be somewhat easy to find out who lost eight million bucks? Yeah, so that's where I kind of pause when I hear that story a little bit. We kind of came out and then it went away, right? We haven't heard eh, anybody identified. Yeah, right. Maybe it's uh, puffed up a little bit, but no, I think you know, you know, in today's world, honestly, like it's, I think it's just, I think it's so difficult for people to have access to players you know what i mean like you hear stories all the time about you know the white socks from the 1930s right and 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 all these guys that were doing all the cheating scandals and even you know in college basketball back in the 80s you know these guys are getting approached by people that they don't know because they're out at you know what i mean like there it was just easier to have access to players i think back in that time and at the time players weren't making nearly the kind of money that Uh, you know, you're talking about in professional sports nowadays. Um, I think if it's if that ever starts to become a problem, uh, where you talk about outside influence and people trying to skew the results of games uh, to try to put money in somebody's pocket, it'll probably start at an amateur level first. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? 
also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Uh, so I think, you know, NCAA, I think you would have to be very careful uh, of, uh, you know, monitoring and policing what's going on there because now you're talking about amateur athletes, right? You go to an NFL player and you say, you know, I'll give you 10 grand, 50 grand, whatever it is to blow this game. You're going to have a hard time finding somebody to do that. These guys are already making a ton of money. You go to a college kid that, that's not making anything and say, I give you 10 grand, you know, 20 grand to blow this game. That's where it might start to affect the integrity of the game a little bit. So as long as it doesn't happen at that level, I think professional sports should be safe, at least for the foreseeable future. Kelvin Ridley was suspended for a year, is now back, was originally with the Atlanta Falcons, is now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know if Isaiah Rogers comes back. I don't know if Quintus Cephas. I don't know if some of these other guys who have received these, you know, indefinite bans will be back. But, I mean, this is something that's as old as time in regards to if you're really good, chances are people are going to eventually accept you back. they're going to forgive you. Do How much does this hang over Calvin Ridley? How much if Isaiah Rogers is let back in the NFL, especially since Calvin Ridley didn't bet on the Atlanta Falcons. He bet on the NFL, but not on his team. Isaiah Rodgers did. You think we'll ever see Isaiah Rodgers back in the NFL? I, I don't think it matters what they bet on. Like you said, though, if you're good enough, teams are going to find a way to forgive you, right? And even yeah. like today, when I hear Calvin Ridley's name, I don't think, you know, oh, some cheater. Oh, this guy was, uh, you know, whatever. You know, like yeah. I don't I don't have that negative portrayal in my head. I think, games. I think Calvin Ridley and I think damn good receiver, you know, made a stupid mistake, but whatever. He got punished for it, you know, but I don't I don't put a negative label on him. Unfortunately for guys like Isaiah Rogers, it might not be good enough. Right, right. Nobody really knows you in the first place outside Indianapolis. People are going to remember what he did because this is the most we've ever heard his name before. You know what I mean? You're Calvin Ridley's name. You think damn good receiver. You think all the plays he made, right? Yeah. You think Isaiah Rogers and you're like, oh, the gambling guy, the guy bet on his own team. You know what I mean? So that's going to, unfortunately, that's going to carry, you know, it's probably for him the rest of his career, if he does get another chance, that's what he's ultimately going to be uh, connected with. And even guys like uh, Quintus Cephas, you know, probably going to get connected with that. Guys like, and there was another guy in that list, the most recent list that was uh, Demetrius Taylor. He was a free agent, but he was, he was a defensive tackle, an undrafted guy that was with the Lions last year throughout training camp, spent some time on the practice squad. I think Lions fans, the diehard ones might remember him a little bit. He made some plays uh, last year in the preseason and was kind of around a little bit, but um, those guys, it's. I'm. I'm not surprised we haven't heard any like really big names uh, be on any of these lists or be under investigation or be suspended or anything. Other than Jameson, Jameson Williams. Williams, probably the biggest one. But you know what I mean. You're not hearing like quarterbacks. You're not hearing right. You know, Pro Bowl type guys. You're not really hearing those type of guys because uh, those are generally the dudes that make good decisions, right? A uh, guy like Jameson Williams is going to come back, right? I don't think anybody's going to look at a Jameson Williams and say, oh, that guy was a cheater. He's a gambler, right? He's a de- degenerate. No, he made a mistake. He got punished, severely punished for it, uh, which that's a whole different conversation. But I don't think that's a tag that's going to follow him along either because I think we all know, at least we all hope, he's going to turn into a pretty damn good player. And maybe two, three years from now, you know, nobody even really remembers this whole uh, little blip on the radar.
Four weeks from the start of training camp. Uh, we are inching ever so close to the 2023 football season. Can't wait to get there. Uh, we're going to talk about deserving fan bases next week. Uh, we got a lot to get to before we get to the regular season, so make sure you stay tuned here for all your Lions information. Anything going around the NFL that is important, we'll talk about Unnecessary Roughness.